0: Welcome to the Inez Says Podcast. Scott Inez with you again. Thanks so much for joining me on the pod today. You can find it in Spotify, WDBO.com, WDBO app. Also, you can find me on the air each and every day right there on the radio, 107.3 FM and AM 580 in Orlando. That's WDBO in Orlando. Orlando's News at Noon every single weekday. If you're outside of Orlando, check out the WDBO app. Happy Easter, everyone. Uh, I realize that some of you are listening to this pod before Easter Sunday. Maybe some of you are listening even on Easter Sunday or beyond I want to wish a happy Easter to each and every one of you. And while it is the most holy, the most festive, the most joyful, the most important day on the Christian calendar, it's also a history-making Easter in the United States for all the wrong reasons. For the first time in eight decades, and likely ever, church membership for those in the United States, a nation built upon religious freedom, has fallen below 50%. Latest Gallup survey on church membership. By the way, this is a data point that goes back to 1937. This Gallup survey reported that just 47% of Americans belong to a church, synagogue, or mosque. Three churches per day, three a day in the United States, are closing their doors. There's no disguising this. This is an historic decline. And it comes as fewer and fewer Americans are attending church and more, especially young adults, are are claiming to have no affiliation with any religion whatsoever. So as joyous a day as Easter is, it's tempered with something that we kind of already knew, right? That people, especially younger folks, are just not going to church like they used to. Every single group Gallup broke down saw declines in church membership, though. We're not only talking about younger people. Now, the group with the highest church membership I thought was interesting, and that is Republicans at 65 percent. Meanwhile, 46 percent of Democrats are church members. The group with the lowest percentage of membership was Americans who consider themselves liberals at 35 percent. Now, Gallup also said that America remains a religious nation, but that people are getting further and further away from actively participating and Gallup added that COVID-19, the pandemic, and the restrictions on church attendance certainly did not help in this poll, and that is understandable. But let me read verbatim here from Gallup. "Quote: The U.S. remains a religious nation with more than 7 in 10 affiliating with some type of organized religions. However, far fewer, now less than half, have a formal membership with a specific house of worship. While it is possible that part of the decline seen in 2020 was temporary and related to the coronavirus pandemic, continued decline in future decades seems inevitable, given the much lower levels of religiosity and church membership among young versus older generations of adults. So there you go. And yes, the pandemic has something to do with the results of this poll, but it's a small piece. It's a small piece of the pie. I'm saddened by this poll. I'm saddened by this poll because I am a firm believer that this nation has been touched by God. I am a firm believer that our greatness as a nation has much to do with the good Lord above. And now, according to this poll and other polls out there, we've seen this over the last decade, we're turning away from him. One only has to follow the news here recently to realize that this nation is getting further and further away from the good Lord above. So this poll is not surprising. Again, there have been other polls out in recent years that have indicated such trends. But this one is stark in that it's the first time, likely the first time in this nation's history, that church membership has fallen below 50%. And it scares me. It scares me, especially how the younger people have fallen away. Because what I see in a lot of younger folks today is a lot of emptiness, there is an emptiness and a deep unhappiness about the younger generations today. And and look, I don't want to paint with a broad brush, okay? There are certainly exceptions to the rule. And I got to tell you, like, I empathize with young folks. I empathize with the younger generations. I really do. I mean, they are bombarded with stuff each and every day. Stuff that I never had to worry about when I was younger, and, and they're bombarded via social media. And again, generally speaking, again, they consume so much social media, so much media, so much crap, to be honest with you. There is very much a darkness and a cynicism and a sarcasm out there in the world today within the younger generations. And I can understand it. And look, we as parents, I'm not a member of the boomer generation, if you will, but the boomer generation People of my generation, we flat out did a poor job of bringing our kids up in faith. We've done a poor job. And you add that to all the stuff that they're consuming every day and the societal pressures, various church scandals and increasing secular presence. I get it. I get it. I I get why every poll you see like this Gallup poll has the younger generations of Americans turning away from faith. I get it. I don't like it, but I get it. And it's a scary thought. It, it, it's scary for a nation that, again, I believe has been touched by God to move away from him. That concerns me a great deal. You know, I was talking to a friend the other day, and this is a guy who was not affiliated with any church or synagogue or a mosque. And, and he said it kind of jokingly, but there was some underlying seriousness about it as well. He said, well, all you Christians, you, you're all hypocrites. And I told him, no, not all of us are hypocrites make no mistake about it. All of us are sinners. Look, no one ever proclaimed we Christians as being perfect. Okay. Heck, heck, as my wife. Okay. I'm light years from perfect. And then you just tack on a few miles from there. I am way not perfect. Okay. But church pews are packed with imperfection every single week. Here's something at Easter time that we all have to consider. And especially my friend who talked about, you know, Christians being hypocrites. We human beings have been doing this stuff since the beginning of time. I mean, look at Adam and Eve, right? And with this being Holy Week, my goodness, one only has to look at what happened in this very week. One of Jesus's disciples, Judas, what does he do? He betrays his master, his teacher for 30 pieces of silver. One only has to look at those disciples close to Jesus, the ones who scattered every single one of them scattered once the Pharisees decided that they wanted him to die. One only has to look at Peter, right? St. Peter, the rock. Peter denied him three times. Heck, hours before that, Jesus was in such anguish and suffering. On the night before he was to be hanged on a cross, before he was taken by his captors, he goes into the Garden of Gethsemane to pray. And what did Peter, James, and John do? Knowing he was in such suffering, what did they do? They fell asleep. And yet they're all saints today. They're all saints. We've been sinning for a long, long time, okay, ever since time began. And my friend in part was right. Some of us are hypocrites, no question about it. But most of us, most of us as Christians strive for perfection. We never reach it, but we try to get there. We plot along. We ask for God's mercy and a clean heart. We sin, and then we try again. You know, there are many people out there who believe that Christmas is the most important day on the Christian calendar. Now, the birth of Christ is is obviously very, very important, but Easter Sunday, Easter Sunday is the very heart of the Christian faith. As St. Paul wrote, if Christ has not been raised, then our preaching is in vain and your faith is in vain. Without Easter, without the resurrection, there would be no Christian faith. Christ's resurrection is the proof of his divinity, Without the resurrection, Christ would have been another in a long line of great teachers, great prophets with the resurrection. All right, with the resurrection, he's the great redeemer. He is the king of all kings who lowered himself to make things new again. That's what I believe as a Christian. But according to this new Gallup poll right now, I'm in the minority in America today. I do wish you a blessed and happy Easter. And my prayer, my prayer this Easter Sunday is that our nation, the United States of America, becomes one nation under God again. That will do it for the Inez Says Podcast. Check me out on the air every weekday on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580 in Orlando, 12 noon every day with Orlando's News at Noon with Scott Inez. I'll see you next time.